Welcome back to Who That 242. I am your host, Teme, here live on the Solid Podcast Network. This is episode 40. Show to our sponsor, Live Believe in Best. We are game changers. They have my, my Taurus homie in here, you know. Lovato Stubbs, Conk Boy Films. All day. <laughs> where, where are you talking to us from? You know, good thing with this, with this, uh, this digital world, I can talk to you from anywhere. Where you at right now? Right, right now I'm in my second hub, um, the second place for Conk Boy Films, Toronto, Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, happy to have two places now, you know, to represent the Bahamas, you know, um, at home and then also up here in Toronto, Canada. So this isn't the first time I'm interviewing you, but this is the first time you're here on my show. So I gotta ask some of the, even though these, have, so usually when I talk to guests, I, I find things for the first time, but for the, but for the, um, I guess, the pleasure of my guests, I gotta act like I know. <laughs> so I'm talking about when you first moved home, um, and you're like going to school, what, um, even when I heard of that, the first time you pick up a camera, what was that? That like the first time you ever say, you know, right. I don't do this, I don't do this for, for life. Right. <laughs> well, it's a journey. So to make it, to make it sort of a, a short story and condense, um, I actually started off as a visual artist, you know, I painted. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to that Finko Summer Camp. A lot of great people, a lot of great creatives came out of that camp. It was run by Antonius Roberts back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. an art summer camp. So a lot of the creatives in the Bahamas came from that summer camp. Um, so even though I started as a visual artist, I specialized in watercolor paintings. I went from that to becoming a filmmaker, you know. Um, and that journey kind of went from, because at the time, you know, I'm not old, but back in the day, <laughs> a couple, couple years ago, <laughs> exactly. I'm still very young, but there weren't a lot of filmmakers at the time when I was a visual artist. So, you know, it really took me moving when I went to university in Canada is where I really realized, okay, this is what I want to do. I don't become a filmmaker. So I took everything. I was, I was a creative. I was still an artist. So anything that I did as a visual artist, I kind of just turn into filmmaking, you know? Yeah. And you move back home, your first ad, you can't call the people the name on this, on this podcast, <laughs> but talk to me about the, the first ad you did when you came back home and created Cowboy Films. Right. That, was, that, that must have been, that was after the Olympics, that was like 2012? Yeah, it was yeah, 2012. Right. 2012. Right. Yeah. So that's around the time. So, um, I ten, that's 10 years ago, man. Wow. A, a decade. Yeah, it's a long time, you know. I watch even you, I watch you grow in your, your career, you know. I'm so proud of you, man. Appreciate that, man. The first production team to now, you know? Yeah, he's yeah. Really, yeah. yeah man. It was so cool to see the growth. But, um, yeah, no, I moved from Los Angeles. Um, my journey was Toronto. Went to school, didn't study film, studied sociology. And then after I graduated from a school called York University in Toronto, I moved to Full Sail in Orlando for film. And then I moved to L.A. to kind of start my career. So from there, um, from L.A., I moved back home. And I took the knowledge of everything I had and I, I took up to that point to create Conboy Films. But Conboy Films was really created in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I really, really started my career. And then the launch of that Bahamas Conboy Films started when I moved back. So like you said, one of the first ads I did was an Olympic-related ad. Um, and that was, that was like a snowball effect, you know? Because, um, because at that point, you, 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 commercials didn't look like that. 
Right. It didn't. Right. Have the, we didn't have that that cinematic storytelling feel. It was just, and I'm not taking right. any shots anybody, but it just wasn't being done. No one was doing ads mm-hmm. like that until then. So I was like, what is what is this? You know. That makes me feel good. They had a new mind because you know at the time when these things, you don't really realize that you're setting a trend or, or you're breaking a mold. At the time you're doing, I just knew I wanted to be different, you know. And you know, shout out to the company that giving me the opportunity to do that because I was this young guy, um, straight from LA. Um, you know, and you've been going so long, they probably didn't even know who you were. You know, been in Canada and LA, they probably right. didn't even remember you from you right. thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. But see, the thing is, is like, that was, I must say, that was like one of those situations where it was like, let's give this young guy a try, you know, because right off the back, I was like, oh, I want to do, I, I reference Nike commercials. I want to do it this way, that way. And they were like, yo, this young kid, because I was, I was younger. This, that's a long time ago, you know, it's 2012. And um, they were like, let's give him a chance. You know, I had my pitch, my references and everything, but not until I created and I did it that's when everything changed, you know what I mean? So anyone that maybe might have doubted this young kid at the time, um, they were like, okay, he- yeah, The sound, the sound of a, a, approval. Exactly, yeah, yeah. Cause there was like, from the very beginning of that, those particular odds, it was like, I was in it from writing it to the development to everything about it, you know, I've just seen it. So that kind of tried to stand and, and made sort of something that where it was a snowball effect. So mm-hmm. from there, People was like, who did that? I've never seen that before. To another company contacting me, to another company contacting me. Um, so that was that was what, what I would say would be the real start. And that's why I always encourage young filmmakers, young creatives, mm-hmm. just do it. You know what I mean? Um, the only way you could prove what you can do as a filmmaker is to do it. That's your resume. It's your work, you know? Your last work is would represent you, you know? So, so I, have, I have told this story maybe 50 times. But I don't know if I've actually told you this story. So I'm very excited. I'm very excited to tell the story. So 2013, I started working at Volume Music Bar. Shout out to uh-huh. Quelle and right. Jay Complex who were managing it. Quelle's little cousin being treated to the lion. Everybody's, right. everybody's favorite artist. Right. But, but if you didn't go to Volume, they didn't really hang out with the, the DP's crew. They didn't know about Judah. That's true. <laughs> 20, the end of 2014, I joined 10th year seniors. Right. Just doing some podcasts for them, like culture stuff. Me mm-hmm. and TH interviewed you because you I don't I don't you do like a million things, but there was something special about 2014. We had to we had I, to get you. I on. was gonna talk about that. That was my golden year. That yeah. year was my golden year. I must say, like everything like 2012, I moved back. I did that art that you spoke about earlier, um, that made a buzz. And then I feel like Things were just growing, growing, growing. And 2014 was, I call it my Kong Boy Golden Year. Like I did Bahaman, and that was big because it was like they gave Sony Records gave an opportunity. Which which to, which track was that? Night and Day. Night and oh, Day. I, oh, I love that song so much. Right. Yeah. So I did yeah. that, and then I also did the Kalek Kaleka, which is right. Like, That's what they like, had to go. You had like 11 days to go do like exactly. five islands, or I, yeah, right. And before that, Collect didn't really do, they didn't really do ads before that. They do a lot of ads now. Now, yeah. 2014, we launched. You popped that cherry, you know. It was good. And then also that year, I won I won a Bohemian Icon Award. So I was very right. honored by that. I'm humble, you know, getting any honor. So your, your 2014 was by 2017. 
Exactly right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I remember you twenty seventeen. Yeah, because yeah. I, I knew you from way before from my team. Yeah, yeah. I remember meeting you with your crew, you know. So, and which, which is so special to me. So that interview, I interview you, and after the interview, you told me you had it was which company was it? Um, you had to do uh, you had to shoot a, you had to shoot they had to document you shoot the music uh-huh. video for that Sunday, and you had you didn't really know the artist and that so. So you, uh-huh. I told, so I, I selfishly, I selfishly told you, you oh, know what? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> at this, at this point, I've been, yeah. I was working with Judah and listening to Judah for a year, but no mm. one knew about him, right? I said, like, but Judah yeah. has an amazing song called Outlaw. Yeah. I think you should do. So I gave you Judah's number. Uh-huh. And you, uh, you shot the video, the one take video. And I should tell the story. But right. the reason why I tell the story to people is because as great as Judah was, if you didn't come to Volume Music Bar, if you didn't know him personally, you never knew. Now the artists knew. Judah right. is the Judah is your favorite artist, favorite artist. But no for one sure. else would put him. You shot the video for him, which essentially yeah. became I don't want to say the word, but it's kind of like a free video because you needed it. It was a it was an arrangement. Right. Like right. it wasn't like yeah. he contract you and do all this. Right. Like you you had to really shoot a video for a network in three days, and you right, right. That did it. And that video. Uh-huh. Started Judah getting known to the rest of the country. Now Judah's on yeah. every show, but that wouldn't have happened if you and I weren't yeah. already. You didn't because you, you you trusted you trusted my opinion on I an did. artist, yeah. and yeah. you went to him. If that if we didn't have that friendship, that wouldn't have right. happened, and we wouldn't have Judah. I mean, it would have happened eventually because Judah's like immensely talented. Exactly. But at that yeah. point in time, he wouldn't have had that awesome. amazing cinematic video. Yeah. And yeah. so I always tell people that story because that's so amazing to me because that's, that, that's how that's how things happen, you know. It's you, true. Yeah, I interview you for something else because at that exactly. point you, you weren't really doing music videos. You just you did the the, the commercials and the movies, right. but you had right. to do a music video specifically. And yeah, at that point, I, I had I had to choose one artist. And at that point, I was mounting J Complex. I was like, J Complex right. is my artist, but yeah. I think Judah deserves more because this this light and look at the trajectory now. Right. Now and people, the song's called Outlaw. Right, everyone's gonna ride on because they watch the video and it's just here, ride on, ride on, it's ride true. on. So now I want you to tell us about that shooting that video in Gambia. And yeah, yeah, right. I, I don't want to call it a trick because it's not a trick, it's actually like it's a crazy talent. But right. your thing, your right. thing is the, is the one take. Talk right. to me about that, man. Because, like, my favorite, yeah. and we, we spoke with this too, Birdman, the Birdman movie, which was shot like a one take. Exactly. All, all was, it, was, it wasn't an authentic one take, Birdman yeah. had smart cuts, cuts Street just like uh, like Re- Revenant. I believe it's like exactly. Revenant. Exactly. So talk to me about yeah. why why you want what about the one take like interests right. you and just how just talk get let's nerd out about like that 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 top that that um that technique you use to like do the one t- the one take. Right, yeah. But let me just you you did, you know, that whole situation was because of you. I can remember exactly where we were mm-hmm. after that interview when you talked to me and you was like, yo, he has the song. Because I think I I met Judah before that. Um, and I knew, knew, knew his music and stuff like that, but I did not know about a lot of his music, like that mm-hmm. particular song. Mm-hmm. So it was a show that was on PBS featuring Bohemians. It was mostly featuring Bohemian musicians. Mm-hmm. So they decided to feature me as a filmmaker. And I was like, wow, that's amazing because they knew I did, I did music videos. So just like you said, I had to create a music video because they wanted to shoot me doing it. Like, in like three days. Yeah. Find the scenes of me. Doing a music video. So in conversation with you, I, I'm so glad I mentioned that to you. Because if I didn't even mention that to you, you would, you know, it just I feel God make things happen Amen. in the right way at the right time. You know what I'm saying? 
That's how life is. And when you said that, you said, Bado, Judah has a song named Outlaw. He played it for me. I'm like, yes. And then I think that next day, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, gave, you, I, gave, I gave him his number. I was like, my call. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I said, yo, Timmy showed me the song. Um, It's amazing. And I was like, I listened to this over and over. I have an idea already. Judah didn't even, he was like, Bado, whatever it is, let's do it. You know what I mean? So he, uh, shout out to him for like being open and, and as a director, you know, we love to work with artists that are open to, to the directors and the filmmakers ideas. And, you know, it's a collaboration process, but we love when they want to take a chance and, and say, hey, let's go with that idea that you have. And he was all for it. That's what I love about him as an artist. He's not only a talented person, individual, he's also a very humble. Oh yeah, he's, and- he's a great dude. He's, he's a great dude. And it's like, that's anything you can ask for for an artist. He's just an incredible artist. So I remember I pitched it to him and he's like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. I'm like, it's going to be crazy. And I remember telling him like, I want the TV, the buzz. Um, we're going to shoot the whole thing in a one take. It starts off in black and white. And that's what I love about music. When I listen to a song, I get inspired and I start to visually see it in my head. And that's what it was with that. So back to saying that, you know, my love for one takes is, I love it. You know what I mean? Um, I was inspired by music video directors like Spike Jones that, that um, you know, he did one takes, Michelle Gondry. Um, and then one thing that really got me into one takes was J. Cole Simba. If people oh, are really? J. Cole fans, oh, J. Wow. Cole very first music video. Yeah, Simba. This, yeah. this low cut hair, um, J. Cole, no man. Yeah. Heavy, you heavy, know, big, big jacket and thing. And, exactly. Yeah. If you know J. Cole, that video inspired me big time because they did that in a one take and it was through a street. And also it inspired a video I did in Toronto right after that because this was around 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, did, I did a one take video, my first one take music video for uh, an artist in Toronto. Shout out to KJ. You know, he he's a legend now in Toronto. And um, mm-hmm. we did a, and the same way like Judah, when I did my very first music video, KJ trusted me. He was like, Whatever you want to do, let's do it, you know? Yeah, and that yeah. got a lot of buzz in Canada. So it started off. What I love about One Takes is you can't make a mistake, you know? If anybody, you know, if you don't know what a one take is, it's a continuous continuous shot, meaning yeah. that the video never cuts. So the camera is rolling from the very beginning to the end. So if you make a mistake, you got to start at the beginning. All again. the way all the way over again, yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So... That, that, I was just so excited to how, do it. How, how long would you say, because I mean, no one is perfect, but how long did it take you to perfect, perfect the one take, you think? You know what's crazy? I always, most time, get it on take seven. So I don't take know. seven. Take seven. So seven is being a lucky number for me. Yeah. No way. Like my son was born on the seven, you know? Ah, <laughs> so wow, that's crazy. Seven is just such a, a cool number for me now because it always it happens on a seven take, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, for that Judah video, I got a shout out. The cinematographer, fellow Bahamian Lance Knowles, you know, he did he did um, the cinematography for that. And then, as you know, with one takes, it's hard. So you, yeah. you really have to have a good ability Cause, to know. Cause how, because you got to make sure you hold it at, at that exact angle every single take. Yes. And turn exactly. the exact, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Because with that, with the Judah video and the behind the scenes that was ultimately on the PBS show, we jump on a truck. So we started on a bike and then we jump on the back of a truck. We follow them, follow them, follow them, follow them. Then we jump off the truck. And then he entered like the center of Gambia. Um, right. It's crazy. By the, by the bar, yeah. Right, yeah. So I love it. I, I, I watch it. I, I would love to watch it again. But I guess it's been about almost 10 years since then. That's yeah. 
And what's crazy, that got into, um, it was a festival in Texas, a music video festival. It got into that. That video did a lot of good things. It got into another festival. It was in Florida. And and that that video, up to the day, it's it's one of my favorite videos, man. And um, Judah, Judah just killed it, man. Like, not only he's good as an artist, he's a good performer. So he knows how to move in a music video. Um, so that... And shout out to Gambia, that, you know, Bahamas, you don't know, that's an historic area in the Bahamas, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, all Mali used to walk in Gambia back in the day, you know. Wow. So that's that's a very historic area. People, you know, people only pass it a lot of times when they're going over west. Get, 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 get the Gamsalit. <laughs> you should know the history of Gambia. And that's what I want to do as a filmmaker to really showcase our history. But that's a beautiful historic area. What I love about Gambia, it's a community. Mm -hmm. They use each other like a community. There's a school there. There's the guy that I went to to do a lot of stuff. He's considered like the president there, you know? And they, it's a true community. So that's what I love about shooting in Yambe, you know? Yeah. So before I get on to your, your, the films you've done and, to, and, and your new, your, your, your second up now, I'll shout out to our sponsor live. So bring your own device, you know? Um, you know, shout out to Sean H, who's the, the person on this ad, but you no know, happy independence to our country. But bring your own device. So, if you want a new phone and you like me, you post paid, you can you can earn up to four hundred fifty dollars. So, like me, who bills be like hundred dollars a month, even though it's worth it. You know, if I get sorry, I better buy a new phone soon. Or if you want to be pre prepaid and you go on a new device and get a new live number, fifty dollars back to cash back. And you know, um, just log on to www.belive.com. Um, you get to see all these cashback awards for these different companies, like the less rewards and all that, but bring your own device, BYOD. Um, so back to Lovato, man. So to, Toronto, um, why, <laughs> I mean, and you look at, that's like your second home because you went to college there. Was there is, and, and you know, the, the culture there and the scene there is so dope. Is is there anything that played into you making Toronto your second home? Or did COVID have anything to do with it? Because I know a lot of people took a lot of uh, career completely shifts during these last two years of lockdowns and COVID. Talk to me about right. making that, 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 that move. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, like I said earlier, I went to school here back in the day, um, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, and so Toronto was always something in my heart. It's always the start of my career because before I went to film school, I shot that music video I told you about back then. And I was a production assistant on a lot of sets. I watched like director X work. Um, the modern great Toronto directors like RT, these amazing legends here in Toronto. I watched them work as a, as a production assistant back in the day. So um, it just came full circle because my fiance is from Toronto, and um, you know, and my son was born in Toronto. So it's like a full circle element coming back home. You know, um, mm. the reason our, our life works because um, it's like it's not a new place for me. I went right. to university here, um, and I, you know, my career started here. So I think I was always supposed to come here, but life and God just made me come back here. So mm -hmm. what it is now is um, I've done work here. I've done some stuff here. I've done a really cool music video, which is a one take. I don't know if I showed it to you, but it's a reverse one take. Oh, you got you got send me that one as interview. I was like, I can say that. So it's not, I mean, it is um, really, really an alternative artist. Um, I did it, but I did it in reverse, you know? Um, uh, the song is called Open Backwards. So the entire thing is happening in reverse, but it's a one take. It's crazy. So yeah, sticking with my one take, I, I, you know, I did it. So right now, what it is, is, um, you know, Kong Boy is now have a Toronto hub and a Bahamas hub. So mm -hmm. what I'm trying to do as well is try to get, like, even 
maybe some behemoth things done here in Toronto because there's a lot of lot more resources, you know, like we have right, right. crazy studios here, some cameras that, you know, I, it's impossible for me to ship a crazy um, slow motion camera, a camera, we call it fandom camera, um, to the Bahamas, you know, so mm -hmm. we bring the production sale. So that's my goal is to try to, to say, hey, you know, um, we have these two hubs, whereas Toronto, Bahamas, there's an office here, like I'm in my office here right now, yeah. um, and uh, uh, office in the Bahamas. I was I was on a shoot. I think I spoke to your brother who watched like on on the on the Zoom call. I like directed yeah. a, a shoot from from Toronto. Like yeah. crazy how um how um between our family connections and having um technology, you could do anything from anywhere in the world. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So shout out to companies like Alive. You know, like this technology. You know, mm -hmm. um, and that's that's what I've been doing, especially during a pandemic. Um, I, I feel like I need to like tell film websites my story. Like I've directed, I've mastered directing virtually. Right. And I tell people, listen, they're like, oh my gosh, how did you do it? You know, but during the pandemic, it was a little crazy in terms of traveling back and forth. So I kind of had to adopt it. And, and you didn't want to get stuck, especially with the amount of family. Like you didn't want to get stuck. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Orders were closed and there was all kind of crazy stuff. So there was one of those situations where um, I was like, you know what? let me figure out how to direct virtually and i mastered it as you see you see you was on set when you seen it happening um so i'm literally on the phone on 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 facetime or, or whatsapp video and i'm directing virtually because honestly and truly this stuff was happening even before the pandemic it's just that now the pandemic make you realize that you can do this you know because it's possible it's possible exactly so you could be anywhere and you could direct so and, and once because as a director, we have the blueprint already laid out. Mm -hmm. and it's just, it's just, it's just communicating that. Exactly. It's just two days or one day or how many days of production of just getting it done. But the blueprint is already laid out. Mm -hmm. And then it comes to me afterwards for post-production. So afterwards, I have to still work as a director and piecing it together. You know what I mean? Um, so editors have been doing this for years. Because mm -hmm. editors can be anywhere around the world. Colorists. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, when I did Bahaman video, um, it was color graded by a huge company called company mm -hmm. three. Um, they're one of the biggest colorist company in the world. And I was amazed by doing that. Like these people, they color Marvel movies. They color grade, like, you know, wow. colors are very technical, you know, as a, yeah, as a, yeah, yeah, but it's, you know, it's the finishing. And, um, I remember I, I couldn't go to LA when I did that video and I remotely with color grading so these things were going on in, in film for for a long time but i think directors and cinematographers are now realizing that they could do the same thing and, and um like i ran a red article i did i even did a documentary virtual you know mm. that's that's winning awards and going to festivals so i realized like um once you know your craft you could do it. and i think because so many years i've been doing this um and i have a strong team that mm. i consistently work with in the bahamas um, and they know me, you know, they know my style, they know who I am, you know? Yeah. So before you get there, I know you got to go, but I want you to talk about the current project you, you are promoting right now and just talk as much as you can about that project. Okay. Yeah. So, um, recently I did a short film in Toronto called Trina Wheels. Um, you know, and it's a film about a black father and a six year old son taking a stroll in their suburban neighborhood. Um, and then something happens that kind of changes the boys life forever you know like a life-changing situation um so it's a very powerful film you know i 
I created the film, I wrote the film around the time when my son was born and realizing that I'm now based in the Bahamas and Toronto, North America, and you know, the current issues um, and the whole Black Lives Matter movement and the current issues that needed to be talked about, but was never talked about. Um, so I wanted to really explore that in the film. Uh, my son inspired me full force. Um, as you know, you're a father, you know mm -hmm. that, that moment when your child is life, born, life changes you. Life changes. Like, you know what I mean? Like it just changes you so much for the great. And like, I even gave him a production assistant credit in this film. Mm -hmm. I, my son named, so if, I don't want to force him to be a filmmaker, but if he somehow one day want to be a filmmaker, he has his first production credit mm -hmm. as an infant. <laughs> That's all <laughs> Yeah, but I can see the creative in him now too. Like he loved music, so mm -hmm. I love that. Um, and trying to nourish and explore that. But as if what he wants to do. So Train of Wheels, um, it's a powerful short film. It's it's a narrative. Um, now pushing towards more, going into more towards narrative films. Um, I did a lot of documentaries and short documentaries, but I'm gaining towards more narratives. Whereas you know, it's a full script. It's a, it's it's a short film with dialogue with actors, um, and the whole goal is to move towards feature films, you know? Mm -hmm. So Trading Wheels is doing really well. It screened at um, the Toronto Black Film Festival, which is really cool in Toronto. Toronto people know about it. Um, Spike Lee's talk one year there. Um, uh, it's a really well-known, accredited, um, what they call Canadian Screen Awards, accredited, mm -hmm. it's like the Canadian Oscars accredited film festival in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, it's screened in St. Vincent in the Caribbean, which I'm very happy, Charlotte. Um, and then a few other places we're waiting to hear from, and then hopefully the Bahamas International Film Festival. Yeah, hopefully Biff, 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 and, and Island House comes back. So it's an Island House as well. Shout out to both of them. Yeah, and then I, yeah. I'll be able to get it to the human audience. You know, I look forward to those two festivals. So, well, I, I assume by by this winter we should be out of this 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 hopefully this COVID this end of the COVID. So I, I hope to see right. you back and and and. and December and January for those festivals. Yeah, man, I'm I'm coming. I'm 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 home more often now. You know, I'm I'm home, and I have projects like Shout Out to Live. You know, I just did um, the recent project that's released, and the project before that, Shawnee. Mm -hmm. um, that was magical. You know, I I admire Shawnee for years, and the opportunity to to film a commercial with her was was amazing. So shout out to Live for that. Um, Fastest woman that. in the world is a Bahamian. <laughs> yeah, she's such a wonderful person to work with. Um, she is like, wow, like, you know, I work with so many actors, actresses and, and individuals and, and the superstardom that she's at, she's such a humble person and just an easy person to work with, you know, so shout out to her. And I'm very happy that she's continuing representing our country and I'm proud that I was able to work with her and meet her, you know, so mm -hmm. shout out to her and I shout out to the amazing Alive team um, for that opportunity. So um, some, some great things are coming, man. I, you know, Tim, you know, I, I always, um, I don't like to say what I have working. Yeah, working. Working. of course, of course, of course. You know? But I yeah, let people yeah. know where, where they could, where they could find your work, where they could follow you, where they could book you, so people know how they could contact you. Okay, so you can find me on any social media, either my production company or my name. Um, you can type in Lovato Stubbs, L-A-V-A-D-O-S-T-U-B-B-S, or Boy Film, C-O-N-C-H-B-O-Y-F-I-L-M-S. Um, and you could go on any social media, Instagram, Facebook, type in those exact names, and then you could follow me. Um, I encourage any filmmakers or creators that, that want to get into this field to reach out to me. Um, you know, I'm proud to say that I've mentored a lot of young behemoth filmmakers that are doing amazing things. Um, so if you're interested, you don't have to be young, even if you're an adult and you 
want to get into this. Um, I want to really see our industry as one of the number ones, not only in the Caribbean, but in the world, you know? Um, so shout out to all, all of my fellow filmmakers. There's so much, you know, so much people yeah. in the name. Yeah, Every man, one of you guys keep doing the amazing stuff. The artists, the filmmakers, um, everybody, the visual artists, you guys know my friends, my people, my family, um, in the film industry, um, keep up the good work, you know, and you too, Timmy. Thank you. Man, you. Thank you so much. <laughs> this was episode 40. Shout out to the Solid Podcast Network. Shout out to the live. And we'll see you guys next time. And happy independence, Bahamas. You know? Yes, yes. 20, happy 20, independence. 29 years as a country. You know, next year, 50. I hope to see something wonderful next year for 50. Like, yeah, I, I, I think... and, and even, I, 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 like, even creative-wise, I can't see how people are going to document. Yeah, 50. So, right. I think next year will yeah. be amazing, man. What's the stuff I want to do? So, look, hopefully, look over I'll, that. I'll look over that. So, the next time I see. Yeah. Who that? Who that?